When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The back fence with Tony Kemp. If you had odds on the Warriors winning four of their first six games, then you were a far better judge than me. In fact, if you had the Eels sitting bottom four and the Dolphins in the top four, then you are an absolute genius. The start of the NRL 2023 season has really been so unpredictable. But as we head into the next six games, I'm picking that the unpredictability will be replaced by some more consistency from the usual suspects, such as the Panthers, Melbourne and South. And by round 12, we will have a good idea who will be fighting for the four and who will be jockeying for the other top eight spots. So back to the four-win-two-loss start of the Warriors. With their bye round coming in round 12, it's vitally important that they replicate their first six rounds to stay in touch with the front runners. As injuries inevitably start to mount for the Warriors, other uncontrollable factors will come into play. One would have to say that if they can't get the start to their games right pretty quickly, then one of those important factors will be fatigue. As committed and resilient as this Warriors side is, the one thing that will undo it is having to fight like hell to get back into matches. For me, this was evident on Sunday night. You just can't keep giving teams a head start in this comp and expect to run them down week in and week out. The question is, when will they be able to start on an equal footing with good starts from the first whistle? That's probably more important than anyone realises and I'm picking the next six weeks will be telling. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Yes, Kemp, the points differential of eight I find interesting. Uh, Storm... Dolphins, Warriors, they are all played 6-1-4. And the Warriors and Dolphins, uh, the Storm's points differ after scoring it, uh, putting up some decent points in the weekend's obviously gone up a little bit. But their season to start the year, their defense looked so structured and it looked like it was really holding up and it was bending before it was breaking. And this, the last two weeks, it seems like it's breaking and then it's strengthening throughout a game. Why would that be? Oh, look, I'm, I think the defense... It's not just the Warriors. I think the defensive structures on a lot of teams are starting to to open up and get used to this, uh, what do you call it, six again ruling and the, the feet behind the referee and the way that they can actually push through the middle of the park. You're actually going to see more, more scores get pushed out. So where we had like really close games early on, if you have a look at the Warriors early on, you know, 20 to 12, 20 to 12, 26, 12, 16, 14, they were quite quite reasonable scoring games. Over the last couple of weeks, you've seen some 30 and 40 points starting to be scored. And of course, against a Newcastle side who scored 32 against us, you would never have picked them to score 32 points. But no. because they're getting used to the way that the game's been refereed and how they need to push through that middle of the park, teams who have battled early on are starting, I think, to get a little bit tired and defensively they're starting to get exposed. So it's a little bit of a worrying trend for me um, early on in the in the call I was saying to Sammy Stewart they just look really tired 
You know, the back five for Newcastle were pushing too easily through the middle of the park. There was no first up contact that, and the wrestle they were losing. You know, so everyone's talking about Kai Cutter France and the wrestle and all that sort of stuff. If you don't make first up contact, then you can't wrestle. You lose that, you lose that play the ball, and then everything else behind it, the kicking game, the attacking game, becomes a lot more potent. Therefore, you get more points. So this next six weeks, if you look at the Warriors, man, they've got a hard run. Cowboys at home, they go storm away, Roosters uh, uh, storm it away, Roosters at home, Panthers at home, and the Bulldogs. I think they've got to get at least two of those at plus the bye to stay in touch. And this weekend against the Cowboys is one of those games they should get. Brilliant. Um, I think they're going to have to. Looking forward to it, Kempi. I really am. Five o'clock kickoff, so we'll be handballing straight off from the good oil to the league, and now it's winter, the racing's finishing before five in New Zealand anyway, so it'll be a great Saturday here on SENZ, there's so much at stake over the next wee while, I love how even the NRL is this season, the NRL has won me over, as uh, an Oval Bull fan, I always watch you know, the AFL, the, the Rugby Union and the Rugby League, but this year, NRL is winning, in an in a Oval Bull fan stakes, I think the NRL has got their mix right to start the year, and it helps that the Warriors are playing well, it's half past seven, here Here's the news with Aroha for Kubota together with shaping and building New Zealand. How many of those games do the Warriors have to snag? And where is the tripwire for them? Double eight double three oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. That's the Kenard's our phone line. Give us a call. We'd love to chat to you. Long weekend, boys. <laughs> those are your headlines. <laughs> <laughs> good, good work, Joe. You Appreciate are, you. You're always good for just a <laughs> Belly laugh, mate. Little <laughs> <laughs> brain explosion from the top. Get outside too easy weekend. Two days or higher for the price of one visitor branch today. T's and C's apply. Right, Joey is in Auckland on the Kenard's Hire phone line. We're talking Warriors, Joey. How was your long weekend? Yeah, good boys. Yeah, not too bad at all. Yeah, um, um, with the Warriors, uh, I think um, Kempe and Louie, <coughs> I, I think they need to win three out of the next five games. Uh, you know, um, yeah. To win four or five would be would be fantastic, uh, but you you know you just got to keep that momentum going. You know they've they've got off to a pretty good start to the season compared to where a lot of people would have thought they were. And as I said, I, I, and I know I push it quite often when I come on on here, but their fitness is they're coming over top of a lot of sides. I think with their fitness, which is fantastic, which is good to see. And, and a lot of their players that may have had injuries um, at the last season. Um, are obviously fit now and, and they're going really well. And, and what they've got, to me, if they've got guys that are making a lot of tackles, you've got four guys in your forward pack that make up up to around 35, 40 tackles a game. And that just opens it up for your big boppers to um, to, to do their work you know, a lot better. Um, I, I was talking to Mark Watson yesterday and I was just a little bit concerned about that the defence on, on the outside, that compressed defence. Um, Brisbane do it as well and if you don't, if if the winger doesn't come in, I don't know whether they're talking enough, uh, Kempe. You know what it's like. You've played league. Um, you've got to you've got to talk and and, uh, and consistently with your, your insides. That you know, tell them and, and, and have confidence in, in your centres to make the tackles. You know, I think sometimes the wingers for the Warriors think that the centre's not going to make the tackle, so they come in and it creates that overlap. Now they've they've scored from what I saw seven tries in the last two games through that compressed defence, which is a bit concerning for me. 
Yeah. Um, apart from that, they're going really, really well. What do, what do you make of all the injuries too, Joe? You know, like it's starting to starting to hurt us. Tomorrow, Martin's out, Noel Cordes out with suspension. You've got Mitch Barnett out, Tohu Harris out. What do you make of it? Well, the injuries will come and come and go. It's like um, good and bad luck, Kimby, you know, with anything. You know, it comes and goes. But but um, with the with the injuries you've got, um, from what we've been saying yesterday on the, on the um, uh, TV, he said that the, the um, reserve grade's going good. And I know it's hard to come up from reserve grade to um, the seniors because I've, I've done that myself. And it's, it's, it's a totally different ball game. You know, it's, it's a lot tougher. But they've got guys coming through. But wouldn't it be fantastic to have Chaz Devana, um, um, uh, Chaz Tavita back now? Um, you know, the, um, not Chaz Tavita, sorry, um, Tavita Harris. Her- yeah. I mean, he, you know, imagine, imagine him being back. And look, I know they've got Mika. He, he's due to come back too. But, but um, you know, would with um, the injuries they've got, it would have been nice to have him. Um, he's played a hell of a lot of games, uh, obviously, in the NRL. Um, but that, that's obviously not going to happen, I don't think. So, um, yeah, the injuries obviously do, do cause, uh, you know, a, a lot of problems with, with any side, you know, and, and you've got to have, you've just got to plug those holes, you know. It's just a bit concerned, as I say, about the, the, the um, outside defence. And, and, and good make... coaches will pick up on... Are you, you're making some decent points there, Joey, around uh, injury and depth in particular, and fitness actually, and it's something that the Warriors have been able to pride themselves on, but any team, Kempe, as you know, they need luck during a season. Health is your, your biggest, your best player's health, isn't it? Oh, it, it is, to lose Tamari Martin. Like the dynamic of Tamari Martin in amongst Sean Johnson, nor Kore, of course, the way that Wade Egan's going, and Chancellor Klotz there cannot be um, underestimated. So you take Tamari out, you take the speed away from Sean Johnson, you take the the perception that Tamari's going to get the football, which keeps the defensive lines apart, which allows Sean Johnson to poke his nose through, which he has been doing over the past six weeks. That's gone, and you add someone that they're not afraid of, well, they shut Sean down, they shut Neil Cordy down, or whoever's going to be running on the back back end of it. The back rowers, which, which Ricardo um, made a really uh, poignant point just before when I was talking to him in the break, he said he had a look at it, and he went Bailey Surinan, um and and Ford up against you know Frizzell, who was absolutely a beast on on Saturday Huge. night. Um, you know, just sort of you've got to get that right. And we've heard Matty Johns talk about that. You know, the, one of the reasons Parramatta is struggling is because you know the loss of Papali'i um, for one, and of course the back rows Lane only coming back this week. It was I've really struggled in those those attacking options. And when Joey talks about the defence got being left alone out wide and, and isolated. Well, the first reason that happens is because your middle's being towed up. So it compresses your line, you've got a you've got a jam in, you've got a help, then all of a sudden you're pulling players, you're panicking, and then they, they make those jumping in decisions, which I tell you what, there's nothing worse than I hate for a winger jumping in. You have oh, that's a hundred. <laughs> that, you get one chance of that, it's, and it's a hundred percent. You cannot fail, rate. You've got to have yeah. it. Uh, you, you sounded like Izzy Dag. It's his pet, pet peeve in uh, NRL footy, isn't it? And that's fair enough too. Um, making good points, Kempi. We'll talk more rugby league with Richie Agars after eight o'clock. After this, it's Oscar Willis talking UFC.